Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. To episode 125 of another Woodshop podcast, where this week we're joined by a hack. Oh, wait, that's uh, oh. someone who's been hacked. Uh, who taught oh. us you can incorporate family into your woodworking. He's taught us how to do incredible work with everything from intro level to pro level tools, and one of the nicest and most helpful guys in the community, the amazing Casey Reeves, is here. The real one. Yeah, not that fake Casey Reeves that's been going around <laughs> yeah. the internet trying to the sell you. Not the 11 underscore period. C-Rose yeah, love it in And he keeps trying to sell you insurance for your cat. What the heck's that? And get Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> Promoted on. As our hype man Pete said, Casey Reeves is joining us today. Uh, but first, a quick word from our sponsor. 3M. There's no getting around it. Sanding is a dusty proposition. Maybe you've tried mesh sandpaper to give your vacuum system a fighting chance at sucking up dust. Sure, it works all right, but the sandpaper wears out way too fast. But you don't have to compromise sandpaper life for proper dust management anymore, thanks to 3M Extract Net Sanding Discs. Loaded with 3M Science, these net discs will last and last and last, all while allowing your vacuum system to grab up to 99% of the dust generated. We love how well the 3M Extract Discs collect dust, even during heavy stock removal. Don't compromise on sandpaper. Go to go.3m.com slash extract one today. That's G-O dot, the number three, letter M, dot com slash X-T-R-A-C-T-1. You'll find a 3M Extract Cubitron 2 Net Disc 710W, the most advanced sanding disc ever made, and its little brother, the 3M Extract Disc 310W. 3M Extract, sand less, make more. And now that that's over with, and Pete's beautiful dulcet tones told us about what they have us to say, or have to say, or want us to say. Would like you to know. Have said it. Have said it. <laughs> Big thanks to the sponsors. <laughs> you guys are great. Uh, I wanted to thank our patrons. Those guys are really dope. We really appreciate them. We do have a new patron. I did 100% forget to bring up the website, so I'm doing it right now. And I'd like to thank Jimmy Hester for joining us as a patron of the show. So you're really awesome. And uh, there's no name. It's just Avenger429. Well, Jimmy Hester, I think he used to be the the return guy for the the Falcons. Or the Bears. Yeah, the the Bears. Bears. Yeah. And then uh, Avengers. Yeah, I knew it was one of those NFL teams. Of course, Casey knows it was the Bears. Kick it to Hester. The Bears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so big thanks. sports, I get it. Big thanks to them. Uh, we really appreciate that. I believe, actually, Jimmy Hester was mentioned last week. But he gets a double mention, so big thanks double to Jimmy Double Hester. mention. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a bear. So. Hey, <laughs> that goes to show everyone, you should become a patron. You might get double mentions. You get double mentions. It's well worth the money. I There's mean, a chance. Basically, yeah, I mean, you'll probably, you know. Get mentioned also, on Good you help America. us keep the lights on. Um, yeah, also, yeah. <laughs> you help us keep the blur machines going. The we b- clearly didn't make enough this month, so my background is not blurred. <laughs> could, we couldn't afford the Zoom, the Zoom blur background for Pete this month. It was only three. Can only, level only. Yeah. can only afford two. <laughs> we can only afford two. And guests never get a blurred background. Right. Not yeah. on my watch. No. no. Anyway, as, uh, as Pete was saying, Casey's joined us. Casey, Pete has a question to ask you, and it's a really important one. I'm listening. What time is it where you are? <laughs> right now, it is. <laughs> for a loop. Got him. The suspense. Casey, it's tell n- the people who the heck you are and why you're important and why we love you. Go. Ooh, okay. So, C. Reeves makes 
uh, the real Casey Reeves. Um, I started out <laughs> like a lot is- of us do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, I started out like everybody, right? You know, we buy a house, we got to do some stuff, we got to build some things and make some You're stuff for ourselves. You're too cheap to buy furniture? And I don't want to go to Ikea or Target and buy bookshelves, so I'm going to start making my own stuff. And from there, it spawned into... Um, I was doing some Facebook videos, actually, just throwing like three or four minute like montage. What year was this? Oh, this is 20, 2015. This is 2015. So I just started like throwing little montage videos on Facebook and friends were like, you should start a YouTube channel. And so I threw together a little YouTube channel and started that. And next thing I know, I found Instagram and I'm like, well, I could kind of merge these two things together. I'm shooting the content. I'm taking all kinds of pictures anyway. So I just blended the two and I got to where I'm at. Perfect marriage. Today, I guess. Well, I can't say today. I got to where I was at two weeks ago. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, we'll jump. You're still there. We'll jump more into that. We'll uh, we'll get there after after we get to this stuff. I mean, you had a a really bummer hiccup. We talked about it, I guess, two weeks ago. I I mean, we talked about it as it was unfolding. So we'll go into that. Hacked on Instagram. Yeah. We're kind of alluding to it. Yeah. I don't know why we're alluding to it. Good point, Pete. Yeah. He's going to talk about it after we get through the questions because we do want to hear the entire story. Yeah. Yeah, For sure. We want to deep dive that. I want, it's really, uh, I really want to hear like, obviously everything you're comfortable with giving up, but like, Mm -hmm. we want to know what that process looks like, how that goes down. So people can keep an eye out for that stuff and know like, that's a huge bummer. Like that's a lot of time and effort and work you've put into that. And it's scary. And yeah. it's rampant on social yeah. media. Big time. Those scammers Big time. that are trying to grab your account. So, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So, it's really, yeah. It's really no good. Uh, it, it, so, it's. Oh, I'm right, sorry. So, go ahead, Mike. No, 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 no. You. You're our guest. We're not going to get you a blurred background, but you talk whatever you like. <laughs> but gotcha. So, yeah, basically, that's me in a nutshell is I got. No, oh, this um, is me in a nutshell. I was I was a mechanical engineer. I get it. You're stuck. You can't get out, Dan. It's great. <laughs> Turtling. I'm, I'm turtling. Mean, how did I get in this He's bloody nutshell? <laughs> so, so basically, um, I was a mechanical engineer for 15 years, and Ooh. always, always loved to just tear things apart and build stuff and work on things with my hands. So, when I was doing mechanical engineering, it's like the the stresses of tight tolerances and high precision were they they got to be a little old. So, like coming home and working in the wood shop, you know, sanding it to fit and cutting it to fit and all that stuff was kind of a really nice therapy and i just kept spending a lot of time out here just hanging out and building some cool stuff and people liked it so i just kept doing it so that's where i'm at now story is all this time yeah built a heck of a community behind you i mean you've been on youtube for what five years six years six years yeah six Six years years. yeah And around the same time for Instagram or? Pretty much. Um, yeah. I mean, give or take a few months in between. Uh, I was on Facebook just as like the normal, like friends with everybody and went to school with this person kind of guy. And then when I started sharing the content stuff, I was just getting a lot of positive feedback, you know, thumbs up and hey, that looks awesome. And the generic, you know, canned responses. And then I just saw that one that one night I did a, a video for, I, I built, people might not even remember this, but um her tool belt is a channel that I found actually through just the website. Um, and she is that had, the name of the channel. Her that's her tool channel, belt? her tool belt. And she What's had the built guy's name a, that runs that? it's actually <laughs> Amy. <laughs> it's actually Amy. Yeah. These days you never know. Um, <laughs> so basically, uh, she, 
she had made a TIE fighter wall shelf unit for her Sick. child. And it looked awesome. And I'm like, that's pretty basic. It's all one by. I'll, I can buy some select pine and throw some angles and pocket holes in it. And I had the cheapest little table saw and the basic tools and everything and a Craig jig. And I just started throwing it all together. And that's I, all you need, baby. I made a video <laughs> for my son. It was more for like our own entertainment, like to do like the time lapse stuff and put, you know, Star Wars music behind it. And, you know, it's like, yeah, let's throw it on Facebook and share it with everybody so they can see what we're doing. And then somebody was like, yeah, just put that on YouTube. And I'm like, I, w- I had been on YouTube following guys, but I was more like in the guitar building realm. I was watching a lot of guys making guitars, making bodies, making necks, like hand shaping everything and just captivated by that. That's one of my goals eventually is to make my own guitar. But I have found Jay Bates in the meantime and Jimmy Duresta and all those guys. I'd actually found Duresta's uh, AK-47 gun video when he made that uh, AK-47 guitar. And I just started like following all these guys and seeing what they're doing. And I just found this ability to like bring it into my shop and build some cool stuff, you know, tables and benches and whatnot for myself. And next thing I know, I'm kind of like in the same kind of realm, you know, this community of everybody with like-minded people that just want to build cool stuff for themselves and for customers. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome, man. It's uh, a, it's, it's a very similar, a lot of people have very similar stories to how they get to this place, but it's like, it's really cool hearing all the different details because it's, they're not exactly this. I mean, the overarching story story is I got into this thing and then I saw other people like this thing too. And I learned more about this thing and now I'm addicted to crack. And it's like totally like, it's almost the same thing. Like everyone's like, how'd you you know that about me? (laughs) No, it's, it's really cool. Like you're in like the specifics. That's the best part about having people in the podcast. Um, And and the other thing is like, I, I think one thing that we haven't really talked about is that like, this isn't like a full-time business for you. This isn't even like you're, a full-time content creator or whatever, like right. your dad, you were a stay-at-home dad, a jokingly a trophy wife, <laughs> as I called you. Um, but like you did that for a while. You worked. He's a trophy uh, dad. You're, you're okay. back to working now. And yeah. like you're very much like you're living a life and into it, you still continue to fit in this, the woodworking, the projects. Uh, yeah. Like, because correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't actually do a lot of commissions. A lot of it is projects for you and your family. It's, and it's a lot. Of, yeah, correct. I, I only really take on commissions. Um, in the fall season when I'm trying to get rid of wood, like I just start making cutting boards and cause I know they're going to go. And that's the, the goal is to get rid of as much wood as I can, because once it gets really bad out here, I would like to be able to at least fit my wife's van in the shop when I need to, because you know, a foot of snow and 20 below zero, it's not pleasant. Can you do that so. with a saw stop now? Yeah. You still yeah. I can still fit everything. That's like one of my best videos on Instagram at the time was, the time lapse of me setting my shop up to squeeze two cars in. And then I remember that. Yeah. So it just, it's, it all fits. Everything's on wheels and I, I have a plan for it. So it, it works. Nice. I so, remember when I could still put cars in my garage. I know it's kind of like, it's, it's been a long time. <laughs> I don't really even refer to it as a garage. I call it a shop <clears throat> that houses cars eventually from time to time, but you know, it's, it is what it is. I still do like my own oil changes in here. I do brake jobs in here. So I can I can adapt pretty quickly to what I need to do. It's a but. it's a workshop. It's a ever evolving workshop. Exactly, and that's the thing. People are like, when are you going to be done? It's never done. It's always got a dot dot dot, dot at the end, right? You know. Do you it, ever get the question of like, oh, when are you going full time, or like, when are you? Oh yeah, yeah. Going to go people, full business. Yeah, that's the reason I asked the question is because I feel like there is this 
unspoken pressure to go full-time or to start a business like we've all started out kind of just doing on a side and it's grown into something but like there is that pressure of doing it and you're just you're killing it and you're just living your life yeah to me it's it's really you know family and life first and especially this last year so kind of what has put me and maybe the people that followed along for a long duration of time noticed some of this I'm not posting every day at the same time. I'm not even posting every day. There are some weekends where I'm hardly on Instagram because this last year, um, and this isn't anything like with the pandemic or anything. This is like my my life at this point. I have a 15-year-old daughter and I have a 13, uh, his birthday was this last week, um, 13-year-old son. So both kids now are teenagers. And my daughter has been talking about college visits. Oh my goodness. So all of a sudden like this like, reality of in a few years she's going to be gone and then in another few years after that he's going to be gone and then it's going to be my wife and i and we're going to have all the time in the world to do what we want because the kids are going to be self-sustaining hopefully and out on their own you know you get them to 18 and you hopefully push them off the cliff and they fly away and take off and (laughs) and, they just fall and you're like well yeah sorry (laughs) bad parenting yeah no it's uh it hit me that like I need to spend a lot of time with my kids. Not that I haven't in the past, but I don't want to miss out on these great things that they're doing. My daughter's in marching band. She's doing competitions. She's going all over the place with the potential to even go out of state and even further. So that's if, a lot of marching if, to get out of state. It's a lot of marching, a lot of, and precision <laughs> marching. Like these yeah. these kids are incredible. Yeah, one what they wrong do. step and you're in Albuquerque. Oh, I mean, yeah. they're <laughs> yeah. long haulers. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it it just kind of hit me like I need to restructure my focus a little bit, but still maintain what I'm doing out here. So I don't post like I don't fill post times or post windows with like just B-roll. I have a lot of B-roll content, but I also don't want to be like, yeah, he kind of posted about that video last week. Like, why is he doing it again? You know, so I don't regurgitate a lot of stuff. I do on Throwback Thursdays, but I don't I don't. I only really post what's going on. Um, I don't get into a schedule or anything like that. It's really just what's happening in my life right now and what am I building. So that's speaking always of, kind of been my mentality. Speaking of what you're building right now. Speaking of what you're building. Oh. What's on your bench? Oh, hold on. My don't even tell playing. me. Don't even wait, tell me. Wait. Until you wait, hear this. Listen, listen. What's on my bench? Oh, there it is. There yeah. it is. So what? what is on your bench? Um, Actually, so right now... It's so big that it's not on my bench. It's on the floor next to me here. Um, being, <laughs> being that, yeah, it's beams that don't fit quite right. No, it's over the bow, over the bow. the bow. So, no, I'm sorry. I was going to be I'm, very nice and respectful, but that's off the table now. Out the window. <laughs> sorry, Dan. Casey's no, pizza. Go, no. Yeah, no. So... So on brand. <laughs> so uh, um, that's going to be my next Instagram handle. It's going to be, you know, Casey Casey's underscore pizza. pizza Casey's under. Yeah. Yeah. Casey's no. Um, so it's it, a great segue, actually, because talking about my daughter and music and marching band and everything, uh, the band that she's in right now at the high school, um, they get a lot of volunteer help. So a lot of the parents of the time, you know, when their kids go through the duration of marching band, they help out, they do whatever they can with the boosters group and everything to bring stuff to the kids to help them do the best they can. And at some point there was a cart made for the band that 
has, I should take a picture of it and share it with you guys just so you guys can see it, but it has rail and style, rail and style two by fours with three quarter plywood dadoed into the two by fours with, um, rabbit joints for all the rail and styles. So like a legitimate cabinet door, but made out of two by fours and three quarter plywood. (laughs) So, and that is all of the panels on this cart. So it's like moving an old horse buggy and, (laughs) and it has four swivel casters on it. So it is so heavy and so janky that the casters just want to go whichever way they want to go. And these poor kids have to manage this cart all the time. And it has their amps in it. It has their mixing board in it. It has all of their cables. So nothing cheap. Nothing cheap. All of the expensive like stuff that better work every time they plug it in kind of stuff. So um, another dad and I are actually knocking out um, a new sound cart for them. He bought a nice heavy-duty oh, nice. U-line cart with like a wagon handle basically on it. It's got like a 2,000 or 3,000 pound load capacity on it. It's super heavy-duty. But we're making a basic three-quarter plywood structure for it uh, to fit all of the equipment. <clears throat> Uh, with nice hinged doors and everything folds down, they pull some latches and they can quick get everything set up. Because these kids have five minutes to get on the field, get all of their props set up, and then get ready to start their show. So, so they something... shouldn't be fighting a cart? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so um, basically we want to make it easy and have something that can carry on for these kids to to have for the next few years. Um, they got, it's gotta be roadworthy. It's gotta be heavy duty. So that's what's on my bench right now. We're just knocking that out. Um, basic carcass construction and working with them as to what needs to fit where and how can we do it? So it's nice and easy for the kids to manage this thing. So awesome. yeah, that's what I'm working cool project, on. Project, man. That sounds like a, Thanks. that sounds like a fun one just cause it's like, well, and it's for the kids. Yeah. You know, it, like it's, some, uh, not some customer banging down your door. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't like the color. I don't like the. It's not as big as I thought it would. Yeah, that's what she I said. Think that's, that's I think really that was my like, wife. Yeah, a nice thing to like to be able to get involved in your kids, you know, schooling yeah. or even with the community and just be like, hey, like I can build it. Like, yeah, pay for material or even donate the material and be yep. like, hey, like let's improve this. And, and that's the thing. Like I basically we we paid for all this material. I'm putting my time to it. Um, I've obviously got the space to do it in. And so this dad that came over to help, he's like, wow, you weren't kidding. Like you, you're pretty capable. And I'm like, it's, it's part of I'm what Casey we do to- Reeves. <laughs> right. Do you know who I am? Right. I mean, don't, don't check that account. Right. Yeah. Check the other one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, up to two weeks ago, I was somebody. Well, look at the it. followers. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, well, and that's, so another little thing that was on the bench up, up to a week ago was, we were also knocking out earrings and ornaments for the band. So I basically was making on the laser, um, just cutting out musical instrument shapes and making them into earrings. And then also made a larger size for people that didn't want um, earrings. They could buy an ornament and then personalizing them for their kid and what instrument they played, if they were a captain or whatever. So, and then we sold those on an an Etsy sale uh, to all the parents and grandparents and all that stuff. And all that money, I basically, I took... I took a third of it for materials in my time and the rest of it went to the band. Nice. So very cool. Help them out. Very respectable. Pete. That's awesome. Pete, what about you? Dude? Oh, sorry. I was just typing. Um, Do you want me to throw go to, to Dan. Daniel? Go to Dan. Dan. Go to Dan. Yeah. Dan. Oh, oh, sorry. What works? What, makes what you are you I'm ready for this? I'm not ready for this. Okay. I can All go. Right, in that case, three, two, one, go. I can go. I can go. I can go. Um, actually, you know, for the last several weeks, even, even months, I feel like you could say that, my standard go-to answer has been Etsy, 
But actually, mm-hmm. Etsy hasn't been that busy for me. I mean, I have a lot of orders in my queue, but I've I've been neglecting them a little bit, which is really bad. You shouldn't do that. But um, I've been really trying to uh, hunker down and get done with some of these uh, client builds that I got. And luckily, I, I have a little shop help lately, so it's been a lot easier. And we've been doing a lot of YouTube videos. Uh, shout out to Isaiah for coming to the shop and hanging out with me. So I. Finished those beams two weeks ago, mm-hmm. but I only installed I only installed two, and I needed to do a third one. So basically, I, I just cut it down and repurposed it, and uh, I got that finished up last night. I hung it in in its space. I took some pictures, but pictures really don't do it justice. It's it's such a big and wide <laughs> spread out space. It's hard to take a, a good picture that shows like the actual Scale. what the space looks like. So I haven't shared it. It just it just the pictures don't do it justice. But it it, it turned out. So really you don't nice. want to share pictures. You'll get you'll your post is going to get like taken down. Yeah. Basically. Also that you know you don't share yeah, pictures yeah. on Instagram. That's not unless that, you use that sound that says so Instagram wants me to post videos. So I, I'm just gonna do dude. Videos. I did that once and it, it was like one of them, my worst performing reels. So I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> Um, what else? Oh, we, uh, Isaiah and I have been working on uh, some tip boxes for a local car wash. Uh, we're going to turn that into a YouTube video. That's been a lot of fun. And starting next week, probably on Monday, I'm actually going to start working on some of the door commissions that I got because I have to make 12 doors for one client. Uh, yeah, it's like $70,000 in doors. So it's basically tops. Basically. Also, what kind of like are these like rails and styles? Are we no, actually, just they're just straight? very basic interior doors. They're going to be two pieces of MDF sandwiched together to make it an inch and a half thick. And I'm going to put a border around it to give it a nice hard edge, like a maple edge. And then, trim. yeah, oh, and oh, then a frame. Uh, nice. Yeah, a frame. And then, uh, yeah, they're painters. The, this is going to a brand new house. The painter is going to paint them. I don't have to do anything. Oh, else. nice. Oh, oh, that's super easy. Oh, wow. Holy smoke. That's nice. <laughs> I don't know why oh. I've waited so long. It's going to be so yeah. easy. Oh, I and I got to make the, the I got to make the door, j- I got to make the door doors? jams form as well. So. Okay. But these are all interior doors. The door jams are going to be super easy. Um, it's actually, it, as it turns out, it's it's a good thing I waited so long to do it because the drywallers drywalled like everything, and they went around the the interior of the the door jam. Oh my god! They gosh. shouldn't have. <laughs> right. You know, typically you well, don't put thought, drywall. Maybe they thought it was right. just an opening instead of a. Yeah. I don't know yeah, what they thought. These people don't yeah, like but, doors. I, I went to the house again, and I'm like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go double check. I've had a lot of things go wrong lately, so I'm going to make the drive out to my client's house. I'm going to go double check and make sure nothing is awry, nothing's changed. And it's a good thing I did because, like I said, the extra drywall made everything like an inch narrower. But are they going to remove that drywall? I, man, well, if they do, if to. they do, I'm going to be so mad because I've already went out there. I remajored. Well, because you wait, you have to. If you put you a heavy door on it, you can't you just can't screw leave, into the you drywall. Can't screw it into the drywall, no, that won't work. You I mean, you can screw studs. it through the drywall into the. There's studs there. There's but studs gotta, there, you, but they wrap drywall around the stud. The, yeah. You got to be able to shim it though. You got to be able to tune it. Yeah, you got to get flat and stuff. That's going to be a nightmare. That drywall needs. You might want to talk to him. That drywall needs to come out, dude. That's gonna be, and then they have to trim. That's, it. A, that's a that's a good point. That's he must have been paid per square yeah. foot of drywall that he got to lay or something. Yeah, yeah. He just like marked. If it we up. don't get rid of this whole truck. We're not getting paid. <laughs> we gotta get this thing done. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. 
I'm gonna be honest. Get, this like, is the first yes. time I've made interior doors, so I'm not. Like, yeah. I'm not it an expert. Will go into interior, the studs, but like you're not. Oh, crocodile alligator. Interesting. <laughs> you're not gonna be able to. Uh, that's a good point. I'm yeah. glad I brought this up. You guys make yeah. valid points. Okay, workshop. So, I'll be workshop. I'll be uh, workshop. It. I'll be going back to my client's house and having to talk with them. That's that's add nice. a price increase to it too. I'm gonna yeah. have to now. I've been out here twice yeah. now. Seventy-three hundred dollars <laughs> per trip. Have you seen gas? Um, what else? What else? Oh yeah, we just been banging out cutting boards too. I mean, we're just kind of stocking up for the holiday season. Um, I have a lot of scraps and cutoffs oh, yeah. and stuff that have just been laying around, and Isaiah has <laughs> helped me organize my shop a little bit. And I'm like, hey man, as we got time, if I'm over on the CNC and you got a little time throw a cutting board together. They're so easy. They're quick wins. We can put it on Etsy. If it sells, it sells. If it don't, you know, somebody's got a gift. Yep. But chances are it'll sell come holiday season, so I'm not real worried about that. Yep. Um, I mean, I think that's basically it. it. I will say this. It is so nice having somebody in the shop with me. So Motivates nice. you? Yeah. It is motivating because somebody is going to be there, so I have to get off my butt. And yep. be in the shop at a certain time because they are like counting on me, and it's just wild. So, nice. it's good thing Max is a dog because if he heard that, <laughs> he hasn't been very much help lately. He he comes outside, I I throw the ball for him once or twice, then he goes, "Hey, I want to go back inside." He doesn't say it; he just gives me the look. He, ju- he judges he you. He says in his dog English. language, "Hey, you run yeah. the CNC. I'm gonna get the ball. We'll meet up again in like ten right. minutes." Right? Yeah. He doesn't and stay like, outside with me. Is what I'm saying. He he wants to go back inside after like four or five minutes, which is. It's Whatever. Real, Pete, real jerk move. Pete, hey, do you want to go now or should I throw yeah, it to I'll go now. I'll go now. Um, so I just, uh, I wrapped up. First of all, today I was, I was just sick. I woke up feeling like absolute crap. I was supposed to go into the city, but I was like, I don't feel well. I just, if I drove to the city, I would probably not make it there. Uh, so I ended up taking a sick day and I spent most of it in, in bed and just kind of sitting there and planning out the weekend. Uh, it is mine and Emma's two year, two year anniversary of getting married. Oh, um, nice. And 10 year anniversary of being together. What's your actual anniversary date? The 20th? Uh, 20th for dating, 19th for the wedding. Oh, man. I thought I had so it remembered, but kept I did. it didn't. really close. It's a football park. It's fine. Nice. Okay. Just think September. Silver. Well, I knew it was September. Like this song, you know. Um, so we're excited for that. We're going to spend some time this what's, weekend. What but song? I'll I'll send it to you later. Okay. You can Long it. September and yeah, there's the reason. <laughs> Isn't that December? Isn't that no, December? It's a bluegrass. I don't think you can so. make it anything. <laughs> it's a long it December. It can be whatever you want. No, By the black the internet. We can nope. make it up. This is a different song. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what else? So by my favorite we, we, band, the Green Crows. The Green Crows. <laughs> the uh, less the Green Boys cousin. band. Yeah. So what else? So it was uh, oh yeah. So anniversary this weekend. Um, Aside from that, I finished up the ice climbing picks two weeks ahead of schedule, which is awesome because it was due at the end of the month. Whoa. So I'm done with those. Look at you. Got them. The customer picked them up uh, today, which is perfect because I have a, uh, a fair or like a township day or whatever here uh, in town. We're going to be setting up a booth at. Emma signed me up and I love her dearly, but I was not ready for this. I was at a, at a crazy time right now. So... I already have a bunch of boards that are still left over from the holidays and anytime like kind of Dan, like what you said, like if there's extra wood, I just kind of glue it up and try to make a board out of it. And I'm basically, I found all the scraps in the shed uh, and I've just been gluing them up into little boards, medium boards. If they're too small, I'll turn them, turn them into bottle openers. If they're the right size, they'll stay cutting boards, whatever. I'll kind of figure it out. So I got to get all that ready. But then I started thinking today, like, oh, I need to like have like 
cutting board holders, like those stands with dowels in them to like, mm. I need to like make things to display all the things. Jeff and Jess have a design for those. Yeah, I don't they know do. if that's where um, you're going with that. I've got I one wasn't, right but, over but there. I'll check it out. And then I started thinking of like, oh, I, have I need file, to like present all this I have stuff. a file for the laser if you want it. I was going to do like a, a, possibly a CNC one, but yeah, send oh, me over I'll that file. file. I'll take it. Hell yeah, I'll take it. I used it at uh, that so fair anyways, I yeah. did. That worked out great. Anyway, good. <laughs> you were the <laughs> fairest of them all. The thing is, I am not expecting to like sell a crazy amount or whatever. I'm just excited to kind of do it because it's in our small town and get to kind of know the community a little bit. And also, can I ask you a it'll question? Help me. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is is it like a normal fair that happens in the community? It's a. Uh, it's Does it like going uh, regularly. Yeah, it goes uh, uh, like a yearly every year. thing. Oh, it's a yearly, yearly thing? thing, dude. Yeah. You're gonna sell so yeah, much a, stuff. <clears throat> hopefully, no, I hope you so. Will. But. The thing is, even if I don't sell a ton, this just helps me stock up for the holidays. Like Dan was saying, just making all those cutting boards yep. and whatnot. Like inventory, this, whatever I can make this I mean, weekend and glue it up. Only bring five boards and then give people IOUs five. as they buy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's better than I'm cash. Trying, what I'm trying to figure out is how can I offer personalization on this stuff and like potentially like delivery or something. So like work people into being like, hey, I thought about actually listing all of these. And then during the show, taking them off my Etsy as they sell. But if a customer wants to buy one personalized with their name or whatever, I could offer that and then ship it or drop it off or deliver it. So like, I'm trying to figure out that part of it. And then everyone's telling me like, oh, you should bring all the 3D printed stuff too. And I was like, "Ah, it just feels like that's like a lot of stuff. But I might grab a couple items just to have some stuff. I feel like the 3D printed stuff with you. I'll definitely have some of it there. Um, I just don't want to bring like all the inventory. It would just be a lot. Right. You know. But, you know, something for the husbands. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, Everyone's got power tools with batteries. I mean, I think it's not a terrible idea. Just, like, have a shelf of the different option things. I'll probably have them. And then, like, bring a couple of drills and, like, have a thing for, like, to hang them up so to show them off. Uh, Aside from that, did some printer maintenance because I've got all those printers. Guess what? Three of them were down this week. So I had to. Oh, I bought a printer this week. I forgot to tell you. Is it 2D? Yeah, it does it on paper. Yeah. Yeah. It still counts, Dan. Wah, wah. If you stack those up high enough and cut them out, 3D printed. Oh yeah. Ah, big yeah. If stonks. Big, big brain on. <laughs> if you if you print on paper and stack them together and glue them up and then CNC them into a 3D shape, is that still 3D printing? Y- yes, mm. but it's like mm. it's 3D printing with extra steps. Yeah. That's assisted so the- 3D printed. Yeah, there you go. So I did I did some print, printer maintenance. And I, I got to be honest with you guys. Re, redoing my print shop downstairs has actually helped me package faster. I prefer and, it when you lie to us. Oh, I'm going to lie to you guys. So the lie is it, I'm, I'm packaging stuff faster because it's laid out. It makes more sense. I First time when I had the, the old desk set up and everything, I was kind of crisscrossing the room to like grab the stuff, grab a box, grab this. And now I'm kind of going from left to right. Like, Prints finished. I put it away. Grab it from there. Pack it in a box. Ship it. I'm still tweaking a little bit, but man, just packaging has become faster. So it's, oh, it's just so much nicer because I don't want to spend. I mean, Mike, you know, when you ship Etsy orders and Dan, when you ship Etsy orders, like it takes a while. It does. Like shipping takes. So if you have like done with Etsy orders, even ten orders, that's that could be an hour. It's like that I, you're away from something. Important. My my shipping setup could still be better, but building that little station that I have behind me, you can't see it now because it's having it all in one spot. Bug. But having it all in one spot has been uh, yeah, exponentially helpful. helpful. And we, we talk about this a lot on the pod. It's like setting up processes. Like 
getting getting yourself set up so the stuff that you do already takes less time gives you more time to do other stuff so i'm very happy with the, the layout of that yeah. um aside from that i just been uh, working on a shop making the cutting boards and stuff for, for next week i gotta cnc out some stuff finally my cnc is not a damn table to hold these ice climbing things <laughs> so i can uh, flatten it this week and actually carve out some bottle openers and some trays and random things for the the show as well so that's been my week mike i want to hear all about your week um, working on this dining table or dining set, this bench and chairs and table. Um, I have a very sneaking suspicion I'm about to jump headfirst into an addiction of making chairs. Uh, the, the, oh. these chairs, I'm having so much like the most fun in woodworking I've had in CNC'd such a long time. or templates? I think I asked you last week. You're just using templates and cutting it out. Too. Yeah, I made I made a yeah. back template, but everything nothing nothing else is templated. It's just for the back. Um, the rest is all done by nice by the old old fashioned way. But um, that is something I feel like I'm going to really go down deep into the rabbit hole. Before you know, it, Mike's going to be making Maloof chairs. Yeah, I don't know about that. Are you going to take like, that class? By the way, I'm taking two classes next year. Um, oh, you are. Awesome. Yeah, I've got two lined up. So um, there uh, the the uh, Phil Morley class. I'm going to take, and then there's a guy named nice. Caleb James who uh, makes like modern Danish chairs who I'm going to be taking that class to. So. I follow him. He's <coughs> super talented. Yeah, he's making good stuff. So um, anyway, the chair building is just, I can like, I've been like playing with different iterations and different styles on these chairs. And I'm like so excited to build them. I'm, I'm, I'm just really excited about chairs. Um, and part of that is I... One a tool that's out there that I don't have that is really really helpful for chair building is the panty router, and I just bought panty one. Router? Uh, the panty router is dope. Uh, I've got to play with one at at IWF. <laughs> it's been on my radar for. I mean, one of the first people I followed when I first started getting into woodworking was Matthias, and he had his wooden one, and then there was the the, the metal one, and then uh, the guy who owns the uh, panty router now, Max Sheldon, he came out with like the the most recent iteration that is, you know, based on Matthias's stuff. So that's been on my radar for a long time. Like really wanting one has been on my radar since I went full time, like a year ago. But now it makes complete ago. sense for you to have one. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm doing, I'm trying to get a, I'm, I am, I don't want to say this the wrong way because I have a really close relationship with, with a, a, a vendor that makes my metal bases, but I'm, I'm sick of using metal bases for my tables. I really mm. enjoy making the custom wood bases a lot. I mean, look, knocking out a table is so quick. Like it's, I mean, you're I mean, a woodworker. Yeah. Right? I mean, I really, I, I, the metal bases have their place, but I really am starting to enjoy the woodworking, uh, the, the wooden bases just so much more. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to have, I don't want to just buy, buy a base and slap it on. I just don't want to do that. I'm able yeah, to like it's... really get in, get into the woodworking side of things with the bases and all the bases for all the furniture I make. I just really enjoy it. Anyway. I mean, you could say you're all about that. Base. It's about, about, yep. All about, about the base. base. I think you Casey. I don't beat you. Worry. Make it, you beat me. You're fast, Dan. No, uh, I agree. I think making bases is more fun than making the tops. Oh, me personally, yeah. I love. I, I love mean, designing. The top is just a panel. Anybody can. Right. Do that. I'm more. I'm more of a base guy than a top guy. So yeah. I think. Yeah. I think. And you have base. that shaper now. That's gonna make making bases no treble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did it, <laughs> Mike. That yeah, the origin. I'm like really excited about the combination of the origin. Oh no, and, I was talking about the other shaper. The. Oh, the big shaper. <laughs> big shaper. <laughs> yeah, the big shapers. I got. I can't wait to put that thing. They're together. both no trouble. Holy yeah. smokes! Um, that thing's just sitting in its crate right now. I need to put that thing together. Um, yeah, no. The between the origin and the 
the Panther router, I'm really excited about some of this stuff. I mean, obviously, I have a dom- I have the Dominoes. I have both of them. I love my Domino. It's, it's great. It's nice to stuff. have the options, baby. But, well, yeah. I mean, really. It's just bigger Dominoes. I mean, being able to make really big custom tenons and stuff, is, and mortises is going to be so slick. I'm really, anyway, total uh, sidetrack there. But, yeah, I'm really excited about that tool. What's up, Pete? Uh, it's so, uh, off topic, but at some point, I want you to touch on, because you're going to be moving your CNC. I asked you about it this week, and, or yesterday. I want to know what you're, what you're going to do with that corner. Or do you have any plans for that corner? Oh, yeah. That, that corner's oh. already mapped out. I already Stripper pole. It. Dan <laughs> nailed it. No reason to even go into it. No, um, <laughs> I'm going to put a stripper pole in. It's going to be really hot. But it's just going to be me, right so it's going to be super gross. Um, <laughs> Mike Mike is the only person here who has an OnlyFans. So, I mean, it's a, <laughs> I it's a, it's a possibility. I, mean, I don't. Coffee Custom Builds does. That play, that company's a deviant. No, um. Yeah, the that that corner. So up against the wall to the right of the CNC is going to be both bandsaws. Uh, where the CNC is is going to be my big outfeed table, which will now be our big assembly table. We'll be able to utilize all four sides. Um, I've been working on a design for the new Panther router. I'm going to be doing a video on that. Um, not sponsored nice. video. Just want to. I'm going to do. So I've got two benches. I'm going to be making one bench is going to be for the Panther router, and my goal is to only use the Panther router. For the all the joinery on that to show how to use the, the panther router, um, and then I'm doing another workbench for the origin, which I'll be doing the same thing on. I'll be using just the origin for the joinery just to kind of show what it does. What Pete? I can see a big smirk on your what? face. Oh, oh. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I, is, I there, just... is your brain spinning a million miles an hour to come up with a joke? I can see like steam no, coming no, out no, your no, ears. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. just thinking about fried cheese on a on a. <laughs> On the Blackstone? The Blackstone. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah Blackstone, so good. yeah. So good. We were talking about that earlier. Anyway. Uh, joke. <laughs> no, so the, those are really exciting. But anyway, so the big outfeed will go there. I'm going to move all the clamps along the wall back there. Um, uh, the sanders are going to – so right now I'm kicking around moving where my table saw is so that my jointer and planer can now be back-to-back, which is what I always wanted. But it's mm. been very tough. That makes the size sense. Of machines. Yeah, they need nope. to be back-to-back. That's how they should be. Um, that That's a milling flow situation. So – um, probably move the table saw more towards the wall. Be a bit, bit of a heavy flow. Yeah, even flow. <laughs> even not, flow. Not a, anyway, <laughs> no nice. Not all the time. Up. It's not always a heavy flow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Some, uh, uh, I, I was thinking Mike does bigger projects, so it, you know, bigger, bigger boards, bigger, more flow. Yeah, more yeah, flow. Bigger <laughs> flow. Um, more flow. Uh, so, so yeah. Everything's mapped out. It's going to be good. I can't wait to get the CNC moved. I got to get a. My friend came over. Well, my friend Ty came over. Um, <laughs> Ty made a it. Joke. You have no friends. I have no this friends. This is it. It's just right here. This <laughs> literally this chat. Came over to get his check. Uh, yeah, came over to get his check for being my friend. He's really nice. <laughs> no, uh, he he came over. He was going to bring his trailer. Well, we were going to try to figure out how to use like leverage my tractor and some levers and pulleys and try to get the CNC onto his trailer and then over to the new building. It just didn't make sense. It was going to be unsafe. So I'm going to rent the science a didn't lift. science, huh? Yeah, it didn't. Uh, inertia is a property of matter. It didn't work out. So uh, we, we were going to get um, we were going to get uh, I'm going to get a reach lift. So I'll get like a, a 5K reach lift. So it's going to be like 500 bucks for the day, but I'll be able to move the CNC in one pick, which will be nice. So um, that'll be nice to get that over to the new building. Um, it's just sitting there waiting for that. So uh, I today I actually cut the vent hole through the wall for the vents for the for the laser to get moved so i'm hoping tomorrow we can move the laser but i have i have a big job that came up so i don't know if we're going to be able to do that i need to probably have this laser running for the next like two days so um i might do that monday um 
So, um, and then, yeah, just working on this dining room set. I'm really, <laughs> really tired of working on this dining room set. It's taking a really, I, we kind of like built it up and some of the things it well in CAD, it looked really good, but in person, I didn't like the scale of some things. So change that a the one bit with the, the bench that you made out of poplar. <laughs> no, I actually dropped poplar. Um, I did it all out of maple. Um, cause okay. maple, mm-hmm. um, well one, I have a ton of maple, but um maple takes maple? maple takes pigmented lacquers a lot better than than poplar there's a lot more mm. graininess in poplar so it doesn't um, seep in as well it doesn't like mm. suck in wicking yeah it's yeah. not as open so doesn't uh, blot. Sure. yeah it doesn't blot exactly so the 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 primer i started using this new primer i'm using i'm <laughs> i moved over all my pigmented lacquers and well realistically i'm probably moving my lacquers as well all to sherwin williams um the kim aqua product um i will say i'm extremely impressed with that product uh i accidentally had the wrong tip in the gun and it was laying down real blotchy but it still leveled out perfectly like i was really nice. impressed with how well it works so it's a that's what i used on those hidden bookcase doors i made last year that uh pigmented lacquer from kim aqua yeah it was it was wonderful it yeah was it's wonderful it's it laid down well and i was spraying it on mdf and it, it was still nice with no primer wow no primer wild well, I guess on the face oh. surface, MDF's not terrible, but um, yeah. So we just got that. Uh, there's a lot of other things, but I won't I won't blather on. So um, it's just busy right now. Questions. Just trying to get some stuff. Let's get into some. Yeah, questions. You're always oh, busy. Yeah. Damn. Um, let's get going with uh, first questions from Mark Alms. Here hey guys, Mark Alms calling you here from Pittsburgh. Question for all three of you: Did you set any business goals for 2022, and how are you progressing toward those goals as we? you know, go into the, the fourth quarter here. Uh, thanks guys. Keep up the good work, stay healthy and don't lose your ponytails. Thanks. That's right. I remember that joke now. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. exactly good, what it was, but I don't remember it either, but it's a, good, it's a good pullback. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk to Casey first. Casey goals uh, for 2022. 2022. Um, it's get it's actually, hacked. It, it got, yeah, get hacked. That's get unhacked. Checked uncheck that one um no uh basically just maintain where i'm at like don't get over over my head don't get too big for my britches and just keep doing what i've always done um building what we want to build for our house and for our family and friends as we want to uh and take care of the little projects when they come up i don't bite off more than i chew (laughs) that i can chew so um it, the beauty of that is I can really manage whatever I want to do easily. Uh, I kind of get overwhelmed if I get a lot of projects stacking up, especially now that the end of the year is coming up. Um, I can easily get distracted by family and life and work and all that stuff. And then it's like after everybody goes to bed and I got to come out to the shop at 10 o'clock at night, now I got to try to squeeze in a bunch of projects. So I was I really pulled the, the meter back this year. Um, and so I guess that question is more geared to you guys because you guys are all doing really well in your businesses and your platforms. I'm glad it um, seems that way. I've, I've kind of I've kind of regressed a little bit just Even to do a 30,000 foot view. It's maintaining. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not try anything crazy new. Not not. Yeah. Just do what I've always done and finish out the year strong and have a good Christmas season. So that's my goal. Pete. <clears throat> so wait, I. I 
I missed the question. Is it through the end of the year? Or are we talking about next year? <clears throat> no, he's year? talking like, did you have any goals for 2022? Have Final you met quarter. them? How's looking for 2023? Oh, got you. Yeah, we're, um, we're coming up into Q4 pretty soon. Yeah. yeah so or are, are we? Long I September. <laughs> I had some lofty goals for uh, for this year. Um, and I haven't hit them. You know, and I, I remember watching my, I, I rewatched recently the, like the Etsy class thing I did. And I talked about wanting to like have this many listings or whatever in Etsy shop. And it's like grown by two. Like that's sad. You know, I, I, but you, you I keep your orders are, are staying orders pretty are steady, good. right? So. The thing is like the overall sales are up. Orders are up. <clears throat> uh, conversion rate is lower. I'm seeing more people on my site. Uh, on Etsy, but I'm seeing less purchases. Mm-hmm. So that's something. Uh, the thing is, like, I'm just I'm not um, I'm not listing enough. And I always joke around like ABL. You should always be listing ABL. Uh, the other thing is, I need to tweak some of the stuff. I've I've had this to do list that just like you know when you have a to do list and you just keep ignoring like reminders in your phone and the important stuff that you might not get to it just keeps getting pushed to the top of the list. I like rarely look at the top of the list. I just try to knock out the easy stuff. And the stuff at the top is really important. And there's been things on there that I've been like, if I don't do this, it hasn't made a difference in six months. Is it really going to make a difference going forward? And I'd get rid of them. It's stuff that I thought at the time was important, but I got rid of it. But there's stuff like go over your Etsy listings, try to tweak them a little bit, mm-hmm. change the keywords, uh, change them for the holidays, add borders around your photos. So they kind of pop in a search, you know, all that stuff. So basically my goal for the rest of the year that it kind of, I really beat myself up last week and I was like, I need to tweak my listings. I need to put out new products. I need to finish all the designs I'm working on. So I want to still, by the end of the year, double my listings um, I w- or a little less than double at this point. I want to be at 50 listings on my page. I need to put more di- uh, digital files up there. I want to list some of the boards that I have and other projects. And the goal for, for next year really is um, I I want next year for Etsy and all pretty much all the Pichu's workshop stuff to replace my income entirely. I'll stay at my job. I do like my job, but I wanted to, I basically want to double my income doing this extra thing. Now that it's an LLC, like I'm learning all this, all these things about what I can do. I did, I did tax exempt the other day. And I was like, this feels illegal. Am I breaking the law? I'm not paying tax on this. This is fine. And it, it seems really weird, but like, like it's a legitimate benefit. Mike's been talking about this for forever. And like, paying for material and not having to pay tax on it is huge. So I'm going to be trying to lean into the the LLC thing, try to take every advantage I can try to roll in anything that I can from my personal life into the LLC and just try to make some benefits to try to get some more profit out of the whole thing. So that's kind of the thing I want to focus on the business and I want to double it next year. That's the, that's the big goal. Dan. Well, um, if you remember back at the beginning of the year, we had a very similar question and my answer was, I don't set goals. And these guys made fun of me. Goal set me. <laughs> um, and that remains true. I don't, I don't really set goals. I, I feel like I relate a little bit with Casey, even though I do this full time. Um, but I don't set goals. I just kind of, uh, go with the flow and, uh, just kind of hope everything goes Gets gets a little bit uh, bigger as it goes, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, take life by the horns as it as it comes to me. I guess I don't I don't sit and write down goals, and I don't want to be upset when I don't reach those goals. 
I guess, which is probably a really terrible way of looking at it. But hey, I'm never upset. I'm never upset when I don't reach my goals. So you've grown a lot this year. I have grown a lot this year, and I'm very grateful. Uh, I've I've made a lot of strides. Uh, I my Etsy store is doing very well. Uh, My business is doing well. I've grown on followers and uh, potential sponsorships. You know, I got some stuff in the works, so that's pretty cool. Um, Nice. I have grown, but like I said, and it remains true from the beginning of the year, I don't set goals. I just don't do it. But one person that does set goals and obliterates those goals is Mike Coffey, and I'd like to hear about him. Go! I actually mid-year decided not to set goals anymore. So, uh, oh. um, (laughs) I'm like, you son of a... (laughs) Such a setup. No, uh, yes... So I did have a bunch of goals this year and I mean, it's, it's hard to like flesh a lot of those out because this is going to sound, um, this is going to sound like I did this, but it wasn't. So I kind of, all, all the goals I really had set for this year, I kind I went past those earlier in the year and it was not a lot of it was like, oh, I'm going after this goal. So one of the main goals I had was to get my employees as W to the employees. So they're like full-time employees. Um, that was a very, um, eye opening process for me in California. It is extremely expensive to have employees. Um, they are, there's a lot of stuff you have to do. Uh, but I did that back in May or thanks Obama. It was, uh, it was, uh, very eye opening. Uh, having like full-time employees is man, really expensive, but, I did it and I got past it. And now that's the operating, that's our standard operating procedure here is I've got employees. I've got all the insurance and stuff I need. So I have all these things that I did that I, I had wanted to do by the end of the year. Um, and it really, what I was saying earlier about me, like not like I was, I had the goals, but I wasn't like, Oh, it's all me. It was more like I legally had to get those things done. <laughs> like, so, mm-hmm. uh, like to continue operating, like I had to get the insurances. I had to get the work comp. I had to get the business insurance. I had to do all these things. And it's like, yeah, yeah, actually, you know what? I, this, this isn't something I can wait on because if something happens, I'll be in like real trouble. Not like, Oh, I'm not selling a bunch of stuff. I'd be like, Oh, I'm being sued because an employee lost their finger. And Oh, I have to sell every single thing I own now. And right. I live on the streets. So like, it's all these things Like you have to put all these things like in order because it's, if you don't, it's bad, like really bad. Um, and then like becoming an administrator of a business is, um, you know, being the boss is a learning experience. Like I've been the boss, but I've had employees for most of my adult life. Um, but being the owner of a company and being the boss is a completely different thing. And you have to like, walk this really thin line of not letting the employees step on you, but also being a very compassionate boss. Like it's really hard to find this like really fine line. And at the same time, you have to keep your cool with your employees because it's not your emergency, even though they work there, it's not their problem. It's not their Mm -hmm. emergency. Like Mm -hmm. you have to manage these expectations with them, but also give give out the work to them in a way that is professional and shows that you appreciate them doing it. So there's all these different things like I've had to learn this year and it's really hard. Like it's really hard. And sometimes it's like really lonely. Like these are things like I didn't expect through the year. Like I don't have a lot of people I can talk to about these things. And that's kind of like that's like, I don't have a lot of people in my life where I can go like, Hey, this thing, I like, there's like three people I can talk to about it because they deal with it regularly, but I don't have a lot of it. 
And it gets real lonely having to deal with like all these different things now that I don't have anyone to talk to and I have to like work through it and I can't be like, hey, what you, you got guys us, Mike. I do. I get to vent to you guys, but you aren't experiencing it. And I don't mean that as a dig, but I just don't have other people. I don't, I only have like, like I said, I have like three people who are doing this very similar thing to me. Like the three of us were doing very different things. Um, and that's why the show is good. Like where the show is good because we, we do very different. We're approaching dynamic, a similar thing with a different approach. So that's why the show is good. Um, and that's not a dig on you guys. Um, and it's not that I don't need you guys. It's a, I don't, I, and it's, there's not many people in my life where I can have this conversation with, and it's this big thing in my life. So like, um, I know this is separate from the question that was asked, but I wanted to talk about this. I haven't talked about this much on the show. Like Dan's like, oh, you know, Mike sets these goals and he crushes them. Well, it's like, yes, I did get all these goals done, but I have all these new goals now. And it's like really stressful. Like my, one of my goals for 2023 is to provide my employees with health benefits. But I think you strive on stress. Super, no, I do. I do. I have this yeah. weird thing where yeah. like, if I'm not stressed out. I'm like I'm I'm actually stressed. If I feel like I'm if not you're not stressed, under, you're not depressed. Stressed. If you're it's pressure, right? Yeah. The, I I, I perform under pressure, and if I don't feel pressure, like if I haven't loaded myself up with stuff, I then get stressed out because I'm like, uh oh, is what's are, coming? Did the business stop? Is the <laughs> do we not sell stuff anymore? Is everyone fired? Do I have to? you know, whatever this right. whatever thing that you know what I mean? That's where like so for me like pressure. I do I do I am very fortunate to handle pressure really well but it's the other side of that sword is that like when there isn't a lot of pressure i'm stressed out so um it's not great for my heart so like there's there's two sides there's two sides of these things too so i mean there's a lot of stuff to it so um but in terms of goals i think it's extremely important to set goals if you want to keep pushing yourself now i also think it's very very important to be able to look at yourself and what you're going and doing in your life and going, okay, is maintaining the thing I want to do right now. And that's really important to do. I think that's really important. And that's good. If That's good. That's good. That's good to be able to do that. Um, for me, I can't do that. I just can't. That's just, I just can't maintain. I have to be constantly growing. Now, there is a point. I do have like a point in my head where Coffee Custom Builds hits and I'm. Elon Apple status. No, no, it's not. And I was actually just having this conversation today with someone in the community. And she was asking me like, what's your goal? And I was like, well, my goal is to have no more than five employees and I want the company set up in a way where I have officers um, and I'm hoping it's the people who work for me now that I can, we can, I can train them and bring them along to where Coffee Custom Builds is that position where obviously I'm talking about Sean and Matt, where Sean and Matt can kind of run day to day stuff. I can run this stuff up here and I can just do whatever I, I can build whatever I want. And, and get back more into content. That's like my goal. Right. Like yeah. my goal is like the company runs itself on a day-to-day basis. I pay those guys good money to do it, to do the day-to-day stuff. Because they actually really enjoy that stuff. They're good at that stuff. I like that stuff too. But I really just want to make furniture all day long. I don't really necessarily mm-hmm. want to run like the same thing over and over again. Um, so that's why like there's money in some of these things. There's money in the things we, I do at Coffee Custom Builds in terms of these mini production runs and these working with these larger companies. There's money in it for sure. And it's more stable than uh, just straight up commissions. But man, I would just do commissions all day long if I could. But the fact is, is it's really hard to run a business, a furniture business on just straight up custom commissions all the time. So, mm-hmm. um, and at the end of the day, owning a furniture business doesn't even make sense to do. 
because there's just not that much money in it. So you have to do all these different things. Like it's just really hard. It's not like, it's not like this is going to laugh. People are going to laugh, but it's not like a landscaping business or like a right. window washing business. Like you could have one, you could have one of those businesses and like, oh yeah, you hire on like 10 skilled people who know how to do that thing. You charge, you charge their rate, whatever their burden rate is for your company. And then you mark your overhead or you uh, do your markup on that, like 20% or 15%. You know what that money is going to be because you're going to have these customers that always need their yards mode or whatever. And it's really yeah, it's reliable a, it's a recurring income. thing. Yeah, yeah, it's constantly yeah. recurring. Like you have these, these, <clears throat> these home service companies that you're like, if you're like an entrepreneurial person, Furniture making makes no sense on paper. There's lots of more businesses out there where you can make a lot more money. Because well, it's very hands-on. It's yeah. Well, it's very hands-on, but it's very, uh, if you're doing like custom commissions, it's very. Uh, there's you're getting weird, very little repeat business. Yeah, there, there's this right. really nebulous yeah. space yeah. where like you're not getting all this repeat business. It's not like a landscaper gets. Landscaper goes and does the same lawn every Tuesday at three o'clock in the afternoon exactly. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they do the same thing. I, if I get a repeat customer, I, the ne- the second piece I'm making them is going to be just I'm going to put my heart and soul into it because they've come back as a repeat customer and they're getting a Christmas gift that year. Um, right. If they come back for like a third or fourth or whatever, <laughs> I'm you know they're getting free coffee from Coffee Grinds and they get whatever. <laughs> I'm going to take care of them as well as they can. You know, maybe so a cutting board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone who buys twice gets a cutting board for sure. So I mean, and that's you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, no, that's just true. That's Christmas. That's part of the. That's what we at the end of the year. Right? That's. That's what Matt is going to be working on in three weeks. He's going to be making cutting and boards for every, clients. Every one of my clients, every time I finish a big project, I, I bring him a cutting board. And I learned that I'm from like, you, Dan. I'm like, hey, sorry this took so long. Here's a cutting oh, board. Isn't that it nice? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, but in terms of like goals and stuff, I think it's really important. I just think it's, I don't think that everyone's, what's important to everyone isn't the same. Everyone, right. it's not the same thing. Like there's no like, oh, Mike's doing it. So I have to do it. That's not how it is. If it's important to you that you do it, then it is important to you that you do it right. and you should do it. If it's not, then it's not. I just like the hustle. So yeah. whatever. Uh, Maintain your happiness, friends. Right. Yeah. I like this stuff. This do stuff what makes works me for you. happy. Yeah. This this yeah. stuff and this like learning this and getting better at this makes me happy. If for yeah. you, the thing that makes you happy is getting done with your very stable nine to five job. Getting done at the end of the day, getting home at six and playing a video game. If that makes you super happy, great. You do that. And if it's, that's great. You don't need to do this other thing. You don't. That's the bottom yep. line. Uh, the next question is from Thomas. He's from France. There's no sound that no one knows. What does the French say? Hey guys, it's Thomas from France again. Don't worry. I have a weird accent, but I'm not a scammer. I have two questions. In 2020, you made a video with your daughter and she said, I'm so lucky to have a dad who's a woodworker. How much did you pay her to say that? Just kidding. I actually have two girls, a three years old and a 16 months old. And I wish, I really, really wish that they say that sentence one day. Next, it's a real, real woodworking question. So I was ripping some ash on my small benzo and suddenly it just stopped uh, working. I tried to readjust everything without luck. I'm quite sure that ash uh, dulls everything quickly, but I'm not sure it would actually dull a cheap new blade in only seven small cuts. Do you have a brand 
of been so bled to recommend me one that will ship to Europe would be nice too. By the way, I hope you will have your accounts back soon. Fuck those scammers, seriously. <laughs> Merci. À plus. Thanks, Thomas. Uh, Casey, that was directed yes. at you for the most part. That first part was. And actually, true. Casey, can you tell us, like, how did you go about involving your family in a shop? Um, no pressure. That's the big thing. Um, I, in the beginning, it was like. I just like to be out here hanging out and doing my own thing. And if the kids showed any interest and had any questions, it was simple. I would show them or I would answer that and let them try things. And that was the biggest thing is to obviously be vigilant as to what they want to try and what they want to do, but to let them know that, no, you can't touch that or no, you can't, you know, that's, that's, I'm going to do that. So, um, I just slowly introduced it to them and I never put the pressure on them that they had to be out here doing something or helping or whatever. So to me, that's really allowed them to blossom in their own ways. So like, uh, for instance, he was mentioning that video in 2020 with my daughter. She came to me and said, I want to make a table for my room. I want a little side table for my chair. And she sketched it out and I said, okay, let's pick out some wood. What kind of wood would you like? And then she picked everything. Um, she, she wanted like a whitewashed ash for the top. And then we did ash legs that she wanted to be jet black. And so I used India ink for that and basically guided her hand as she made it. Um, some things there were, I would always ask her with every tool, are you comfortable using this? I would show her kind of like a quick demonstration of what it did. And I would say, would you like to use this or do you want me to do this? And then we would just have that conversation. Um, and yeah, it just went from there. And at the end, you see the elation in their face because now they've made something in your shop and you got to be front seat and, and be right there for the whole thing. And I shot all the video for it. So I, I also asked her like, are you okay if I throw this on YouTube? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. So it was, it was, it was a lot of fun as a dad moment but a lot of fun as a teaching moment and also to see, and, and really the ultimate goal for me is to show my kids that they can make whatever they want. Like and anything's achievable within reason. Um, you get a house and you want a nice big table, you can make that. Or, I mean, obviously if you have the, the luxury of being able to afford to have somebody make it for you, but there's something about making the thing for yourself exactly the way you want it to have it look exactly like how you want it to look. And at the end of the day, it's one of a kind. You made it and sit back and and just enjoy it. So I actually try to really get out on the street that people can't make furniture for themselves. It's a real good business <laughs> yeah, decision. I right. You should come. Yeah, that, that's part yeah, of your like goal. You, you actually just, can't make that. Yeah. So Well, I, I only Money, tell my please. kids that. No. I, yeah, I tell my kids that. I, I, don't, tell, I don't tell people it's that. Family yeah, secret. Yeah, yeah. Right. Family secret. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Old Lee, so Reeves a, family recipe. It's a recipe. It's in... It's, <laughs> But yeah, it's no, that's and, and same with my son. He he does not have as much interest out here. He does in making guitars. So um, if you've seen anything on my channel, there. yeah. So he's he's loving guitar right now. He's taking lessons. He and I jam a couple times a week, and uh, I love it because he's getting me back into it. I've been away from it for too long, but he wants to use the CNC to make his own guitar. So he wants to design a body. Um, we will probably for the first one or two, possibly just buy an off the shelf blank neck and just shape it ourselves. And then, um, 
I'll get get a couple uh, tools for you know, layout and measurement and all all the precision parts of making a guitar. But yeah, that, I mean, if he wants to get into that and he shows an interest in it, then he, by all means, he can be out here every every day running the CNC making guitar bodies and selling them if he wants. So it's a good market in cool. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so uh, cool. And bandsaw blade recommendation. Um, he said specifically I, that goes to Europe. So I don't. I don't. Yeah, Dan, that's going to be tough. Sawblades.com ships there. That that was going to be my recommendation, sawblade.com, but I don't know if they go to Europe. I don't know. That's a toughie. That's the one I always go to to get my bandsaw blades. But I've actually just recently asked my Instagram followers if they know of anywhere local because I'm tired of waiting for shipping. Yeah. Um, Sawblade.com is like amazing. And they're not sponsoring this at all. I just no. think their their customer service is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there comes a time where I'm, I don't want <clears> to. <throat> I don't want to wait for yeah. shipping. Yeah. Know? As a quick aside with his his uh, question, to me it sounded like he might have had a little bit of movement in the wood as he was cutting. Like it was yeah, there might have been blade, some tension in there, some tension that was squeezing the blade rather than. I actually up. had that problem on my bandsaw like two weeks ago. I was resawing a piece of eight quarter cherry, and there was some tension in there, and it pinched the blade. And it really screwed up the blade. And that's one yeah. of the reasons why I was reaching out about bandsaw blades because I had to reorder some bandsaw blades from sawblade.com and it was going to take like way too long to to get them to me. And I was like, oh man, I really wish there was somebody local that actually sold the size I need. Yeah. You could throw a little wedge in there. Yeah. That's that, what I do. If I start to get tension, I'll, I'll take a tiny, I, anytime I make like any kind of angle cuts, I cut the very tips of those pieces off and keep them as little wedges. And so I'll, I'll shove them in like any kind of tension spot like that on the backside. That's a good idea. Dan, you don't have a woodcraft or a rockler, do you? Dude, there is a woodcraft, but what they charge for bandsaw blades is just, they have the timber wolves. It's like 30 bucks. Yeah. No, they don't. Oh, really? It was like, uh, the last time I bought a bandsaw blade from woodcraft, man, I don't want to say this in case I'm wrong, but. I think it was like a hundred dollars for a for a single Ooh, blade. That doesn't sound Ooh. right. Yeah. Well, what's a resaw well, thing? They're like, they're like pricey. forty minutes across town, which is yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a lot. It's a lot less than uh, waiting for a few days for for a blade through the mail. But there is also Amazon. Kind of Amazon has lots of blades on them. Do they? Yeah, I've yeah. never checked Amazon for Timberwolf. That's where I get all my Timberwolf. Uh, when I used have. to get Timberwolf yeah. blades for the old, um, the new bandsaw. I, I, I've always been super I, happy with Timberwolf blades are fine. Blades. Like, yeah, Timberwolf fine. blades yeah. are fine. I like my Laguna blades a lot. The Timberwolf blades are good. I had a Linux carbide blade. I bought it custom. It was very expensive. It was really well worth the money, in my opinion. I actually I still have that. It's a three eighths blade. I use. I keep it on my fourteen twelve. I've had it for two years. I bought it. Uh, Oh wow! Really? Blade. Oh yeah. I use my bandsaw a lot for resawing because you know the Etsy inserts and the bow ties and everything. I just resaw yeah. everything off. So yeah, yeah. I, I love resawing. Look into one of those. The band, the the the, the both bandsaws are used multiple times a day in the shop. I mean, it's the resaw blade on there. I've got that resaw king, uh, which don't quote me on this, but I'm almost certain that the the that Linux the resaw king. The Linux blades and one other company that makes carbide blades, they're all from the same manufacturer. So oh. um, I'm pretty sure they're all from the same place. There was like a a, a quality a QA issue during With COVID. the welding? Yeah, that was happening to all three of the major carbide bandsaw manufacturer yeah. bandsaw sellers. I'm pretty sure they're 
all huh. coming from the same factory. It was like the same issue on all three companies. So wow. that's one of the major reasons why I don't buy that particular <clears throat> brand is because I remember that issue where that the Resaw Kings had. While. Yeah. Well. yeah uh, and also, Toma, look up Alex Snodgrass. Yeah. Uh, he he's like the bandsaw king. Yep. Thank you. Uh, so he he will show you how to set up a bandsaw blade uh, for resawing and stuff. He he's he really knows his bandsaws. That's all he does, or a lot of what he does. Um, and he's like helped develop like the Carter guides and all this stuff. So definitely check check him out. He'll he'll show you how to set that thing up. Very good. To get really nice accurate cuts. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point, Pete. Yeah, yeah. Put a, put his point. link in the show notes if you want. Yeah, I'll throw it in his show notes. Cool. Uh, all right. Listen, the reason we're all here. Because Casey, oh yeah, it, we're an hour in and we haven't steer. even talked about it yet. Gee, I know. It's, I was doing the I was doing the wrap the, it up. We got to get to Casey's. The, what happened, Casey? The eight hundred pound the gorilla in the deets. room. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, um, two weeks ago uh, today, actually, um, I was sitting on the couch and hanging out with my son, and I got a message, a DM message on Instagram, and it was from a friend that I've Free chatted Bitcoin. with in the past. Yeah, from Bitcoin, and. Uh, and, and I get a lot of DMs, and I try to have a lot of good dialogue with a lot of people. Um, you try to respond to all of them yeah, and be a real yeah, person. Exactly. Yeah, I and, think and we can all relate to that. If I get a good, legit question, I will definitely put some time into it and getting them a good answer. And so this person I've had a lot of banter back and forth with on woodworking, and they're a local guy. Um, I'm not going to say his name because it's irrelevant. But he said, hey, can I send you a quick message? And I'm like, yeah, sure, what's up? And then I immediately got a text notification at the top of my window or at the top of my phone. And I didn't, and I'm not even thinking, just sitting on the couch, I just tapped on it. And it was, it was one of those, um, like to go to your Instagram account, you know, tap this link. And when I tapped it, I basically opened that link. And then my phone went to my Instagram login screen saying that I have been logged out of Instagram. Oh. And that's so fast. Holy cow. I immediately was like, I did not do that. Like I did not, I did not do that. And there was like a two seconds of like shell shock. Like, did this just happen? And I immediately got a Gmail notification. Right yeah. My gut just dropped. I got a Gmail notification that said I had changed my password and username on my Instagram account. Um, it was less than 30 uh. seconds probably. And I just went into like a panic mode where I immediately like went to my PayPal because when you get when you get that like knee jerk reaction, like it's fight or flight. Right. So you just start panicking and wanting to fix and touch everything. You're like, I got to change my PayPal. I got to change my Venmo. I got to go. I got to just cover everything because I I had thought like, what was the depth of this? How good is this person? Do they have my phone? Do they have my Google account or is it just my Instagram? So. I immediately changed my Google passwords um, to just something random. I just wrote down a bunch of crap on a paper um, and and changed it. So I knew that that was separate. And I think ultimately, and I'll, I'll go into this as we talk about this. Casey, real quick, I do have audio of when it started happening of you. Like, no, God! No, God, please, no! 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 You have that. All right, sorry. <laughs> you have that audio because you are the guys that hacked me, right? Remember that? Whole right. Premise? Yeah, we have the audio. That's, yeah. there's, that's you. That's, <laughs> what are you talking about? What up, guys? Yeah. No. 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 Um, that that was pretty much what it was like. Um, 
my son looked at me like, what's the matter, dad? And I was just like, I just lost my Instagram account. And he's like, oh, no, I hope oh, you get gosh. it back. And I'm like, well, see yeah. you, dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big gold size. You're a nobody. Now that you're a nobody. Um, yeah. Um, so, so I quickly did a deep dive into obviously hacked Instagram, um, trying to find out what's going on. But in the meantime, while I was like looking on Google, like how do I recover an account and blah, blah, blah. And I got a text and the text came from the hacker. Uh, and it was not a numbered text, like from, it was from an email. So it was, and it was some just like random BS at gmail.com. And they said, so sorry, we're the one that hacked your account. I realized that taking things that is, that doesn't belong to you is bad. I want to give it back. And I'm like, uh, why did you take it? You know, you kind of ask like some generic, stupid questions yep. because you're so freaking mad. You just want to like blow them up. But I'm like, I don't want to set this guy off and have him like delete my account. Like, I just want it back. So I just a- asked like really simple, like, why did you take it? You know, can, you know, can I get it back? Is there a possibility? Like, what are you looking for? And he goes, I want, I, I need, I want to give it back. I need your email that you use for the account. Oh. And I said, I'm not giving that to you. And then, so there was a lot of back and forth at, at that kind of like wheelhouse of like, I'm not giving you that email. And I'm thinking like, you have my account, you see on the bio of my account, what my email is. So like, what what are you looking for? And ultimately they're like, okay, we want to give it back. Here's the password. Here's the sign on. And I tried it quick on another device and it didn't work. It says the password is incorrect. And he goes, I'm going to send you a code. Just send me that code. And I'm like, I'm not sending you anything. So I got a Gmail notification to my C Reeves makes Gmail of a six digit character number. And he's like, just send me the code and you'll have your account back. I'm like, I am not sending you this code because ultimately what I think he was doing was trying to log into my Gmail account or my Google account and get two-factor authentication going. Yep. That's exactly what we And use on. that six-digit code to get my Google account. And what I and I could be way off. I I mean I'm no no it sounds like it. I mean to me that was what my perspective was. So like I was doing the whole like seventy-five thousand followers, six years of content, like all these relationships. But I still have my house. I still have my health. I still have me and my shop and what I'm capable of. Am I willing to just walk away from this or get into it with this guy? So the best part was that in the whole like middle of this thing, he goes, you're making this really difficult for me. Why are you doing this? And I'm like, um, excuse <laughs> wow. yeah, me. Why, could you, why would you do like, this? Like, <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh, right. really the audacity. Oh yeah. Oh, it was, I, it was like, I have no, no patience for, for scammers. Of yeah. And, and I like watch, like, I go into those, like, three-hour deep dives on YouTube of, like, scammer, like, recovery channels, like, guys that, like, scam scammers, and I love it. But then I'm like, I, I'm just willing to not deal with this guy. Like, I don't I don't negotiate with hackers. So I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not going to give this guy what he wants. So I just basically walked away from the text and tried a bunch of different things. But, like, the most frustrating part of all of it was, like, the capacity and the size and how popular meta and facebook and instagram is their customer support portal like even just finding a spot to get a hold of somebody is next to impossible and the thing is like you need to keep that in mind if you are actually paying meta facebook instagram whatever as a paid advertiser 
Right. You're going to you're going to have the same customer service. Right. If you're giving them money, you like you can't get a hold of them. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's it's unbelievable how impossible it is. And I'm thinking like I don't consider my account to be I mean, I I know guys with millions and millions of followers. I follow people all the time. Like like I'm not big, but there should be like a, a cap. Like maybe there's a level like where anybody over this size account at least can get like a click option to do something. Yeah. To get a hold of somebody. Like just some, some sort support. of support. It's because, ridiculous. Because it's impossible. And so um I immediately and and thank you guys. I, I do want to say thank you to you guys, um, particularly and also everybody else in the community that really banded together and put the word out there almost immediately that my account had been hacked and I was getting nonstop emails and messages from people all night and all the next day and several days after actually. Um, oh, it's pretty just, wild. It just, we, we got the news as we were talking about yeah, yeah. sort of the talking same situation Joni. while we were recording the episode with Joni. Yeah. Got, it, I think Mike got the message first. Yeah. Mike got it first and he, he shouted it out and it was wild. It was yep. crazy. It, it was, I mean, and it was that fast. But yeah, then the word obviously just everybody started banding together and just coming to me and saying, hey, like, hope we can get it back. Um, I know a good friend of mine did a story. He did it. He did a few stories and he did mention that if you were on an account that you feel there's an issue with, if you shake your phone, you can report that account. Um, and I think you can put in like any kind of description as to what the issue is with the account. Like it's not just block or report. It actually has like a spot where you can, you know, say this oh, you account was hacked. Shake your phone. Yeah, man. I think it's shake your report. What's with the, on, the on Instagram? Instagram yeah, shake to, like, shake to report. Like, drop my phone or something. It's like, oh, is there a problem? I'm like, no, I'm just clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is kind of off topic, but totally on topic. Uh, I literally just got a message from another IT friend of mine. Uh, Uber just got hacked. Oh really? They, Uber? There's a large breach, the, like may contain credit cards. The entirety passwords. of Uber? Yeah. Oh jeez. Like so oh, my just PSA to everyone: go change your Uber password tonight. Yeah. Or today, whenever you're listening yeah. to this. Just literally just happened while we were talking. Yeah. I literally I just changed my password while we were. Wow, you guys have a track this. record for finding hacked things. It's no, weird. it's it's almost a little too weird. weird. Yeah. Like black hat. I hear that's the cool there, term. To there's use. a lot of. It's I, that was one thing that really kind of opened my eyes when this all you know obviously hit the fan is how many other people said hey so and so also got hacked and I know somebody that got hacked and it, I mean oh, yeah, it's got to be there were several people who reached out and they're like hey we yeah. got hacked as well and yeah. leading up to it like I was getting those messages like hey go vote for me I'm participating in X oh, it and it's like all oh, these things and I'm so like bad. I'm like come on like really like at first so, you you see one from somebody and you 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 do have to stop yourself. Here's a little tip I have, especially with modern devices like iPhones, even on Android. I actually don't know how it works on Android, but I know if you have an iPhone, if someone sends you a link, what mm-hmm. you do is you hit the three dots because Instagram opens it in its own browser. Yeah. You hit the little three dots and you say open in browser. That takes it to Safari. Mm. And if Safari is not autofilling your username and password, huge red flag. Gotcha. Gotcha. Because I, I, I would imagine it works similar-ish on Android. It's I'm assuming to. it does too. But like that's just you know most of us have our passwords saved in Keychain or something the, the Android equivalent. If it's not auto-populating, if the URL just looks slightly different, yeah, don't don't do it. Yeah, no, that's I mean that's a great point, and that's really I mean my my thing is obviously just avoid all all link based. Well, 
It sounds like what got you was it was somebody that you knew and trusted or you thought. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was really the same as like if, if any of you guys sent me a message and said, Hey, can, can I send you a message quick? And I, at first I kind of like chuckled. I'm like, well, you just did send me a message, but then um, I got the text. I had a message like that come from a follower and I've, I've talked to them, but I don't really know them. So I don't, I don't know their, their account name, but I've gotten the message where they're like, Hey, can you help me out? My account's been locked. Can I send you another, a message? Oh yeah. Someone else. And I'm like, yeah. No, <laughs> like right. I mean, it's it. I feel like if any of those things happen and it feels yeah. fishy, yeah. If you, I mean, I don't know if you felt that. I don't know if you were like, this is kind of weird yeah. that this person's asking me that. But I, if I feel like if you're in that situation, it feels not right. Maybe yeah. just ask a question that only they would have the answer to. Well, and and that's I said that on one of my. I I actually just did a YouTube video <laughs> I launched yesterday, um, kind of just covering this kind of briefly. And we the big thing have is, exclusive rights to the Casey Reeves story. You take that down. <laughs> sorry i'll turn off monetization no, laughing, on it's it. true it's true yeah. no it's no seriously it, it's basically I, I just covered the same thing like if it if it looks to the point where you feel like you have to question it ask a simple question yeah like you, you know something that that person either would know or or go into a deeper conversation with that person to determine for yourself if this is a real conversation on this real topic. Because I think pretty quickly, if it's somebody you've talked to before, that it's going to be quickly made aware if this is really them or not. And yeah. and this guy, 100%. the next day, um, he heard word, because like I said, he's a local guy. He actually works uh, with a family member of mine. So he's like, Hey man, he texted me and he's like, I am so sorry. I, I heard what happened. He's like, I feel so bad. I'm like, dude, don't, it, you got hacked. Like they took over you. And, and I, the thing I feel bad about is now somebody's impersonating me out there, possibly potentially reaching up to 75,000 people and doing the same crap. And ultimately they're going to get a small percentage of these people to, to bite like I yep. did. And, yeah. and I've, oh, there's I'm, always going to be a small percentage percentage of people that'll that'll oh yeah oh yeah that's why these people that's why it exists right yeah hacking wouldn't exist if people didn't fall for it so it's the worst type of people it just sucks that it's so easy it's easier to get hacked than it is to get your stuff back like i have done that blows my mind the fact that you can't get like i had something reported i was talking about this a couple weeks ago got it reported for hate speech yeah there's like nothing hateful in there and it basically flagged it and the day it happened, my numbers just took a nosedive. Yeah. It immediately started, stopped, you know, serving me to people. Yeah. It, I, it's bonkers. My, so my wife, it's funny, she still follows the original account. And so she kind of, she's my, my monitoring window for Actually, it. Actually, I think I do as well. I don't think I've I followed it. Yeah. I, so I have noticed recently you can't tag it anymore. The tag's been removed. Like you, yeah, yeah. it's grayed out. I didn't want so to unfollow it in case that like you did in get case it back. Got, yeah. 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 And, and that's the thing. So she, so it's private now because I built my other account and I tried to access it. And I'm like, I, I would just want to see what it looks like, but it's private. So and I didn't. Oh, even, they blocked you. They blocked me. So because I can see it fully. Uh, yeah, I can okay. see it fully too. Okay, so you have been blocked by that account. Gotcha. Which is funny. Or restricted. That's or, actually no, it may have just been blocked. So I'm not sure. Oh, your your bio is still intact. Your posts are still intact. That's the thing. The but only there's th- been some stories that have been like yeah, the Bitcoin crap yeah. that was there right away in the beginning. Like it, immediately after they hacked it and then texted me, then the Bitcoin story hit, and that's when people really were like, uh, "This doesn't jive with the way you do stories." Like, what's going on? Yeah. And so, the the biggest thing for me was like, 
I feel bad to the followers that are out there unbeknowingly dealing with this person and whatever they want to do. Like they have, it's like they stole your car and they're driving around the neighborhood with your license plate on it, you know? And driving and, like an asshole through the neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. they're, Hey, the Casey's driving all over the place like a tool, but it's, it's not, it's not a good feeling. Obviously nobody wants to be hacked, but like to me, the biggest, most disappointing part of it is I can't get it back. Like I'm working so hard to get this yeah, thing back. Like, well, yeah. So, okay. You had some steps, right? Yeah. So, Instagram does offer a very, very convoluted rabbit hole of ways to get to the point where you can try to get your account back. Um, And that is really the most concise way to say it. It's you try to log in. At first, they had the username changed and they had the password changed. And when I would try to access it, they wouldn't even let me put in that information. It would just say C Reeves makes does not exist. Is not a is not a an account, and I'm like, well, but it it is. It's just been changed. So eventually, I don't know if the person that had the account or whatever changed it back because when I would go into immediately when I was trying to access it, they you know they give you the ghosted email and the ghosted tel- cell phone. So like the first digits, last dig- dig- digits match mm-hmm. which your accounts yep. are. Those were all different. It, so it was their emails, their cell phone numbers. So when I would try another way and like get the code, it was just sending them the code and they're saying, oh, you're trying to access your account. You know, like mm-hmm. it was prompting them to see that you're trying to get it back right. and probably laughing at me. So, but eventually now when I've tried to log into it last week, um, it now has credentials that meet my email and cell phone number. So I'm like, okay, let's see what this does. Um, I tried another way, and then it gives you a, a six-digit code to, to enter, which immediately went to my email. I I denied the first one because I'm like, I'm going to make sure this is legit. I tried it again, and I immediately got another message to my email. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm on my Instagram. I completely, again, wiped out everything on my phone, uh, logged out of everything, went back, and I did the same thing again. I got the six-digit code immediately on my email. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try it. I'm like, what what's... I've got to be prepared for something to happen. I can't just sit here idly by and wait for, you know, nothing to happen. So I put the code in and it says your the, the password you has have entered is incorrect. Try another way. I clicked try another way again and it takes you to an eight digit code, which is your two factor authentication code. You know, if you set up your two factor, you get like that mm-hmm. string of codes, you screen capture. Yep. Mm-hmm. Those had the been reco- changed. Recovery codes. The recovery codes. Recovery exactly. Codes. Yeah, not two-factor recovery. So, yeah. Yeah. So the recovery codes were different. So they either made their own codes for the account somehow, or or some my codes didn't work, so I couldn't gain access to it that way. So then it says having trouble logging in, and you click this down at the bottom, and it goes to do you have a picture of yourself on your account? And I said, yes. And then it immediately goes to like a selfie window and you put in an email address that is the, the email associated to the account. And then you look up, you look to the sides and it basically gives you green check marks as you're doing it. It's like, mm. it's like setting your thumbprint on your phone okay. when you're trying to roll okay. your thumb around or your face ID. Yeah. Face this ID. This is good information because we don't hear about yeah, I've this. Never heard yeah. I've never heard of this. Yeah. It, it's like layers deep in trying to get into your account. And that's good. So, it should be. Right. I mean, they should right. just tell like you should be able to access this part first, but I mean, it should be hard to get this deeper without right. being you. Mm-hmm. Without being you, exactly. It be so hard to find this, but yeah. but here, but here's but here's the the best part though. So you do all that, 
And then it says it will take three to four days. You know, somebody will take, take a look at this. Uh, It'll take three to four days and then they'll get back to you. It comes back denied. And I can read you because I just, I've tried it now for like seven times and I will read this verbatim because I just got the email back saying that your information couldn't be confirmed. We weren't able to confirm your identity from the videos you submitted. You can submit a new video and we will review it again. And then it's not even a click link to, re- to post the next video. It's learn more, which takes so you to the, to the canned response. It's clearly not a, an actual person that, that's it's uh, AI. reviewing these. Yeah, it's yeah. AI. Oh, yeah, 100%. So, yeah. And I've, I've, I've did a deep dive on YouTube and a lot of people said like it takes you several times to get to the point. Like try it in your car. Try it in your living room. Try it with different lighting. Try it with, you know, like one, one girl was like a... Um, she did the, the, her account got hacked and she did a video on it and she said it took her like eight times and she, even one of the times put on like the same shirt she had in her last post and like did her hair and makeup the same way. And it still denied her like her last post on her account. It's like the same exact person in the picture and they denied her account. So that's so frustrating. So I talked to another maker who just actually did a, um, a really good youtube video on his account now it's not the exact same scenario um he wasn't hacked he was basically blocked by instagram for some bug in the system but eric Eric. uh yeah eric spencer so i I, but he like got lucky he got a facebook employee well and and that's so that's the i was telling you guys in the pre-show about the nuggets so I did my video on YouTube yesterday, and then I had a guy actually through Facebook because I posted some stuff on my YouTube video on my Facebook reels and stories, um, reached out and said, I've been following you for a long time. I actually know somebody that can help you out. And so that's awesome. The, 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 and that I'm, I feel very that's awesome, but it's, it's terrible that that's the, well, that's the the level you've got to go to. Yeah. It's it's like, you got to know somebody like what the hell? Like, like I was just fortunate that this guy saw my story yesterday when it was on air and reached out to me and shot me. You know, he could have just been like, oh, that sucks, or not even watch my story. How many of us flip through stories and don't pay attention to what's mm-hmm. really being advertised? So for him to reach out, and so then at first I'm like, okay, is this guy authentic? You know, so it's I like you kind of... I just sent you a six-digit code. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, you want to That shouldn't be funny, but... yeah. But that's the sad part, you know, like, so I'm like, so I got, I got like this reservation to talk with this person. So I was DMing with him and then I, I had a back and forth with him for a while. I checked out his, (laughs) I I creeped him on Facebook. I tapped his, his, you know, profile and took a look at it. And then, um, he, he shot me a message saying that he knows somebody that can basically within a week get this account back. Um, but there's, there's a layer of stuff they've got to go through. And the biggest thing, and this, this might help the viewers and the listeners, uh, with the podcast here that they want an email that is not on meta of any way, shape or form. So if you have an auxiliary email, so just your, maybe your personal one, if it's not on meta. So I have a third one that I only use for career hunting. So like when I was doing like um, head hunting work and doing a lot of stuff with uh, resume builders. at gmail.com. Yes, yes. <laughs> Pay Casey money. Yeah, exactly. So it, that's exactly it. It's not tied to meta in any way, shape, or form. Right. That's how this person is going to work on this for me. So I'll, I don't know any more other than this person does have my information. 
Um, they have the email, they verified the email that they're going to be dealing with me on it through, but I cannot give out. And, and I don't, I don't even know this, the, the, I call it the helper. I don't even know their information. So I can't even say like to somebody, like if somebody else were to get hacked, I like, and this is the position that Eric Spensley's in is he got helped by somebody, but you cannot share that information. It's like, it's like these ghost people that can just miraculously appear and help you out. That's so crazy that that's, that's what you got to do though. Yeah. Absolutely bogus. Eric, even like he went to meta, he paid for ads to the, the tier that you can get actual support. Yeah. And he was like not getting help. They're basically giving him like blanket answers. He actually got one level deeper than like, so I did the selfie video. So the, so after the first selfie failed, I tried another one. That one failed. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to say I don't have any pictures of myself because really I don't have a bunch of like fanboy shots of myself on my page. Like it's all elbows down. I'm working on something. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's so, the nature of what we do. Right. As a, right. We're not a, 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 as a group. physical influencer by facial, you know, whatever. So I'm like, I'm going to say I don't have a picture of myself on my account <clears throat> and see what that realm looks like. And so what they then send you is a questionnaire. And that questionnaire is via your email that is attributed to the account. And the first question is, give us the information as to what happened and when did your account get hacked? And so fill that all out. Second one was, what is the password and the phone number attributed to the account? Which I'm like, again, I'm like hesitant, but I'm like, again, at this point, what's the difference? So I filled that out. Then I think it was, how long have you been on platform... And what was the other part of that question? I want to say it was like, how long have you been on platform? And then there's like a fourth part of the question too, that I don't exactly remember, but basically state like a proof that you know that the account is yours. Like again, it's very convoluted and hard to fake some of that stuff. Like you have to basically say like, I do woodworking. This is what's in my bio You know, I've had this account for six years. I've got 75,000 followers. Sounds like you're working with a human and not AI now, though. I mean, that's, and that's, and that's, and I mean, someone has to visually see that. And, and again, so then it says give it three to four days for review and then somebody will be in touch with you with support. But I haven't heard anything back. So in the meantime, I've just been doing the video thing and it's been rejected every single time. What blows my mind is this is just absolute bull crap like this it's it just it boggles my mind as someone that works in technology you go into the app you see you can actually look at all your login locations yeah if they see a password was changed username everything else and then suddenly you stop logging in and in you know wherever clear chicago yeah and now you're in wherever new mexico out of nowhere right like there's clearly something there right it's just they're they're they don't. You think there'd be a flying red flags or something going off? Right. Any of this? Right. So they just they just put you through an automated thing because to them, you losing your account yeah. doesn't really matter. Yeah. Even for somebody with five hundred thousand followers losing their account, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, that's They're what it feels like. It feels like oh, well, he'll just make a new account and we'll have more people <sighs> on platform. You know, it's like dirt bags. You know, like to me, it, yeah. Like your your point was, they don't care. And that's what it feels like. It's like you're irrelevant. There is no customer You're support. irrelevant. And to me, like, 
how many times on our phone, like you're trying to log into something on a, on a new computer and it's like, are you trying to log in from this location? Like, are you near Albuquerque, New Mexico? Yeah. Like, no, I'm not. I'm in Illinois. Like, but I didn't get any of that when this happened. Like, so it's like, sometimes you get these layers deep of security and other times it's like, boom, it's gone. And it's like, what the hell kind of code did they write in that link to just absorb it that quick? And, and I think about like, yeah, that's the scary part. I'm usually really vigilant about my accounts and what I do on my phone and the, the, you know, lazy evening, just chilling and hanging out. And I just tap the notification to expand it and I opened the link and it was slip up. It was gone. It was, it was immediately gone. And then like the, the worst part too, is this guy is now like trying to text me and get this email account. Like I have strings and strings and strings of texts. And then he even made an, uh, a Gmail account with Instagram support in the title of the Gmail. And he's like, here, I can, I can pull it up quick. I'll read it. It's, honestly, blo- block that block that account. Yeah. Block that text, whatever, who, however he's messaging you. Just block him. Yeah. Completely block really him. You don't need to be getting any with information. With yeah. Him. Well, and so basically he said, hello. You were logged out from your Instagram account, question mark. And I said, yes, account hacked. I'm like, okay, this is, I'm just going to be really short and sweet with this guy and see what, what this, where this goes. And he goes, we're here to help you get back into your Instagram account. And I said, what are the steps? And he goes, send us recovery email for your account. I'm like, okay, boom, you're whatever, done. Like, I'm not going to deal with this. Like, it, because to me, e- even if that's legitimate Instagram, they're not going to, they're They'll not going to text your a, password. They're, well, they'll yeah. never ask for your password. And and the account Gmail is like Instagram help zero zero zero. Emails from a Gmail account. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and to my <laughs> cell phone number. You know, right. like I'd be getting an email notification like Dude, I get with everything else. Such trash people. And it's like why the worst are people out there? So like to me, like this guy has he has this like nugget in his hand, but he wants the whole thing. You know, like he wants to me, I think he ultimately wants my Google. Or my Gmail. Oh, you know, yeah. It's, it's, you know, For sure. And you've changed that account? Like changed the oh, yeah. password I, on I that? I blew up the password on that one. To Recovery email, their, all that stuff. Yep. Yeah. So Just goes to show everyone, like, go through all your important stuff, all your important accounts, and just change those passwords. And yeah. I know all of you guys, like, again, going back on my, falling back on my IT stuff, I know all of you have opened up Keychain or Gmail or gotten an email or something from Gmail saying, like, Several of your p- safe passwords have been part of a account or data breach or whatever, yeah. and we all ignore Uber. it. I know because I do. Uber. Like, go through that once in a while. Yeah. If you're logged into Chrome and it's saying you have compromised passwords, just uh, take a look at them. If it's some like old Twitter account, whatever, something you don't care about, it's fine. But stay on top of this stuff, you guys, because this could literally ruin your entire yeah. life if they yeah. get the right info. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Well, right, Casey, gents. that's horrible, man. We're very uh, yeah. Awful. Just keep us posted. I mean, keep us posted yeah. individually, like personally. Yep. And, and we're, gonna gonna keep, going uh, we're, we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep trying to, spread the love to send the... you new followers for sure. I mean, well, you I think you're gonna it. get your account back. Uh, I feel it like does sound like you might out. get a, your account back. I, I mean, you, I'm you very followed hopeful. all the the right steps for sure. The question yeah. is, is what do I do with the new account? Do I like make it into like a CNC channel or something? Nah, keep it as a backup. Keep it as a backup. Yeah, double post. Tag tag that account in every pay, in every post you do. I don't know. Yeah. Don't do that. That's a terrible idea. All right. Well, anyway, uh, Casey, thanks for coming on the show. Yep. Thank you for that really in depth breakdown. That's scary stuff, man. Like really scary stuff. So um, we 
you'll get your you'll get it back. I have I'm confident you'll get it back. But in the meantime, obviously, if you followed Casey's original account, yes. make sure to go follow his new account. And people just in case that. he doesn't get it back. It's the new one is tagged in the show notes. Yeah, everything will, everything will be there. So go go give go give Casey some love. He's a good dude. Known Casey for a long time on Instagram, and he's just a good, solid guy. So go go check him out. Give him some love. Help him uh, rebuild for right now. And when his other account's back, follow that account too. So. And you know, in the meantime, yeah. check out his YouTube. Yeah, go, yeah, go look at his face. Really handsome. He's still there. I'll be. I've got more stuff uh, in the YouTube wheelhouse coming up here. So he has a real, real unver- unverifiable face. It's it's very. <laughs> look. Yeah, uh, I can melt into a crowd. <laughs> he's every man. No, uh, anyway, big thanks to our patrons, big thanks to our sponsor, big thanks to Casey. Uh, this show will be live on Sunday. It's Thursday now. Patrons, you'll see it first. Big thanks to you guys. Uh, we'll be back next week with Michael Alm joining us. I believe that is correct. I'll have to check the calendar. Hopefully I'm correct. Dan, if I'm wrong, edit your voice saying the correct name into the edit. Uh, we will talk to you guys very soon. Say, say, uh, say Michael Alm. I was going to say it, April Wilkerson or something. April Wilkerson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, say like we're a robot, not though. can't afford yeah. her we no. we've asked her beyond she doesn't she's do podcasts. straight up told us no yeah she said get uh, away from me hobo <laughs> <laughs> shot dan with a squirt gun full of acid it was horrible um anyway that explains so, uh, all this yeah <laughs> you just we'll be back next to week. all of you yeah we'll be back next week big thanks to all you over there thank you for uh listening. maybe week. next bye, week bye, bye. We can talk about Maker Camp, and we're going to be yeah. there. I think Michael oh, yeah. Alm is going to be there, too. He was Michael there Alm last year. There. So. Yeah, he will. We got a bunch of stuff Tune in. Bye-bye. I love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. Love you long time. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative.